Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, guys, and welcome. How are you getting on? Back, back again. We're now more than halfway through the season. So, look, I just want to take a second real quick Thanks very much everyone who's coming back and joining us each week. It really is. It's lovely to see you in the comments. It's lovely to see you interaction. We really appreciate it. And for whoever that is their first week here this week, you're very welcome. Absolutely delighted to have you here. We are here, of course, to talk about Star Trek Discovery. We're going week by week. We talk about each episode. We give the things that we do like an up. We give the things that we don't like a down. Clues in the name. This week's episode is called Unification 3. It's tied in very much with Unifications 1 and 2 from Star Trek The Next Generation. This is, in many ways, it's a spiritual sequel as opposed to a direct sequel. Uh, what with about a thousand years of history in between them. We have a lot of character development. We have a little bit of character undoing but generally, I like this episode. The first act of the episode, if you like, it's a little bit, this is happening, that's happening, this is happening. There's a lot of information really, really quickly. And so there's one little moment that can be overlooked a little bit because it's a bit, a bit of a blink and you'll miss it moment. Tilly and Burnham are going through the information that Burnham got from book the black box which is allowing them to triangulate the origin of the burn. Now they quickly discover that what they have isn't enough. Now we'll get back to that momentarily. Tilly speaks about a ship that was able to, it's from one of the black boxes is from this ship and it was able to track that there was one one millionth of a second of the difference between this ship and that ship being affected by the burn. And the ship's name is the USS Yelchin. Anton Yelchin, of course, played Pavel Chekhov in the J.J. Abrams Kelvin Universe movies. He played him in 2009, Into Darkness and Star Trek Beyond. And of course, he was sadly killed in 2016. It was just lovely to have him referenced here. Much like last week, they had the USS Nog. It's a blink and you'll miss it moment, but it's also... It's also a nod to the wider Star Trek franchise. And on top of being a tribute, it's also... This episode, I think there's nearly more aspects of recent franchise, if you like, than, than a lot of other episodes. You have Yelchin, of course, referencing the 
the JJ films. You have Picard's name is dropped. You have a very enjoyable cameo, which I will get to in a moment, but I think you know what we're talking about. And it's just, it's sort of a full circle almost episode. I loved it. I loved this little nod. Up. Burnham and Saru, they bring this information about the burn having a delay of one one millionth of a second to Admiral Vance. Correctly this time, Michael. And it actually pays off because they identify that there is a study, a network, or should I say Michael identifies that there's a study or a network called SB19, the results of which have not been made public, but will give them greater context, if you like, on the information that they have on the burn. Now, there's a bit of an issue with SB19, as Admiral Vance tells them, because the people who have the information behind SB19 are from the planet Nivar. Never heard of it? It used to be called Vulcan. I'm upping this one because this episode, as I say, the clue was in the name, Unification 3, it directly addresses the idea of unification between the Vulcans and the Romulans. Now, the Vulcans have left the Federation, more on that coming, but in the intervening years before where we left them, which would be the early, the very early 25th century, which is Star Trek Picard, and now, which is the 32nd century, they have achieved Spock's dream, which was unification. Now that is that serves as their in, but there's also an allusion to the fact that the Romulans and Vulcans, while they are making it work, there is stories that there is there is issues. There's issues on the planet. Now we see this a little bit later on, of course we'll, we'll get to that, but it was a great idea, I think, to address particularly the idea of unification because one of the many questions going into season three was, well, when is Burnham going to go to a, you know, a Wikipedia and find out, hmm, what did Spock get up to while I was away? So this is a really nice way of, of addressing that. Vance might be a little bit like, oh yes, we're going to fire Michael out of a cannon at them because that'll get us through the door. But hey, look, to be fair, maybe you can understand his excitement at making contact with the planet Nivar again. Maybe let's try and extend the Federation. So yep, that, the idea of Nivar breaking away, go into it in more detail, but having the Vulcans and Romulans on the same planet, up. You knew this one was getting it up. Up. Isn't it so nice to see Leonard Nimoy's face? Through the use of archive footage from Unification, Leonard Nimoy is back on our screens. Now, of course, Leonard Nimoy is sadly no longer with us, but this is a sequel to his story. Now, we do have archive footage of Ethan Peck as well, who did a fabulous job portraying a young Spock. And just because he doesn't get enough of a shout out, big up to Zachary Quinto as well. You did a great job, mate. This is very much a sequel to Leonard Nimoy's last story as, or technically last story as Spock, but not really because Kelvin verse yeah, time travel is confusing. It allows a little name drop of Picard as well, but just that voice, that voice and that quote, that was, that was always getting an up off me. Okay, spoiler in that I'm not giving Saru an up this week. Now I'm gonna undo that spoiler by saying I'm giving the captain of Discovery an up 
this week. Now, bear with me. I realize I'm a bit of a Saru stan over here. Okay, I, he's just brilliant, okay? Doug Jones, please come to my birthday party. But it's more than that. In Saru, what we are really seeing is the perfect captain for what Discovery's mission really is. If indeed the mission is to, to rebuild the Federation, to expand Starfleet from the semi-isolationism that it's become. Saru and President Tarina, they're just the entire episode, it's a diplomatic meeting. And Saru is able to win her around with, of course, I'm actually not downplaying Michael's actions. Michael does play a blinder in this episode. But Saru is able to keep the lines of communication open. He is calm, he is measured. And I really got shades of somewhere between Jean-Luc Picard and Catherine Janeway, really, with, with Saru this week. He was very much an ambassador. These people have left the Federation. They are no longer a part of this organization. Technically, they didn't need to answer the phone, but they did, and Saru kept it going. He is exactly what exploration needs in terms of a leader. Now, I have concerns about the Federation itself, which I will come to, but if, if this was to be the mission of Discovery going forward, they've got a solid leader in charge. Now, straight away I said I would come to my concerns about the Federation, and here we are. Remember the Vidraish? Now, it's okay if you don't, because they've only been name-dropped twice, I think, at this point. In Calypso, you had Kraft was trying to get away from the Vidraish, and you had the Vidraish were name-dropped by Zara in Far From Home. Who are the Vidraish? They're the Federation. You have three core planets, Earth, Andor, and Vulcan, have all left the Federation. Now, we've had a quick jaunt to Earth. We've had what seems to be a quick jaunt to Nivar. And at the moment, Andor's, it's sort of out there. We know that the Andorians and the Orions, maybe not all of the Andorians now, but the Andorians and Orions have formed sort of a 32nd century Orion syndicate. So why are these core members breaking away from the Federation? And why did the Federation press, at the time, Vulcan so hard for that SB19 experiment? What's going on? I really like this mystery. This is getting an up from me because I have a feeling that the Starfleet Discovery thinks it's joined and the Starfleet that really is are two very different Starfleets. Now, it can't be that. They can't be warmongers, because, again, why would Navarre have answered the phone? But there's something there. Did they cause the burn? Who knows? Who knows? But I'm enjoying this mystery. It's got an up from me. I'm liking this. I'm liking this so far. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We're actually gonna go to another up. Oh. Yes, I know. I know. We're at quite a few ups now at this stage, and I'm delighted to say it. But this one is going to acting first officer Tilly. I didn't even really pause for this one. When Saru came to her and said, we are now in need of a first officer, straight away, he was gonna ask Tilly. Tilly's an ensign. Okay, so what's your, your first thought is, well, I mean, hang on, ensign to first officer, what are we doing here? But this is not the ordinary way of things. You know, to go ensign to lieutenant junior grade, lieutenant, lieutenant commander, commander. Well, really, uh, we've seen lieutenant commander first officers before. Tilly has more experience, potentially with the exception of Harry Kim, than any other ensign that has ever served in the fleet. They're totally out of their comfort zone and she has experience and she has the smarts and the wherewithal to be able to guide this crew. Maybe not all crews, but certainly this crew. I think it's a great decision. I think it had a feeling of inevitability behind it. I, I don't know if it's a case of maybe behind the scenes that we're going, God, did we really mean to leave her as an ensign? Are, are we gonna pull a Kim on her? Is she gonna be in gold until the last? Really, really like it. I love that she's jumped up so far, so fast. I think their confidence is gonna be an issue and I think she's gonna learn as she goes along, but we have seen her take charge before. She's good, she can do this. I am delighted in this decision, up. On that, I have the first down of the episode, okay? And the down, it's a bit of a weird one, it's Stamets. Stamets reaction. Okay, so my first, my first thing is, fair enough if somebody says to me now, no, Stamets was playing her. His initial reaction of, oh, it feels weird to be taking orders from you, and it, it's quite abrasive, it's quite rude. Okay, totally understandable if somebody goes, ah, he was only pulling her leg, and you know, he doesn't actually mean it, he really does support her. It, and, and that might be true, but the way it's filmed, the way it's written, it was, God, it was rude. And more than rude, it was really kicking Tilly when she didn't need to be kicked. And I don't think, that the Paul Stamets, who we've seen this season and grow through seasons one and two, would have done that then. Now, hey, I am not a writer on the show, but I will say that this down 
is actually it, it's directed at the writing of that scene. I, 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 it didn't do it for me. It didn't work for me. I just thought, no, I, uh, he, he was really a bit of a cock, really. One of the more surprising moments of the episode was there's Dr. Gabriel Burnham. Okie dokie. It was good. It was a nice surprise. And more than that, they found a way to bring her back without doing a big long spiel about, oh, some secret thing. I, did, I suspected that potentially she would have been either held prisoner somewhere or, or there would have been something keeping her from Michael. Nope, she's just been chilling out with a bunch of Romulan nuns. She's a member of the Kowat Malat, who, of course, in the beginning of this endless, endless year, we met in Star Trek Picard in the episode Absolute Candor. Brilliant. You know, I, I really liked them in Picard. I really enjoyed the characters. I really enjoyed the idea of it. I really liked Elnor. I will die on that hill. And through Elnor, we have seen what they're about. Total honesty, all the time, really, really awkward in interviews. But when it comes then to Dr. Gabriel Burnham, and while up, by the way, she has adapted very quickly. I will say, look, if, if, I, if I'm, I'm nitpicking, she's adapted very quickly to being a co-op model, but that's it. That's my nitpick over. She has settled into this and it really, really helps for all of the scenes in the Tiklan Tet boom, which actually really, really works for me. I really like that scene. Yeah, I mean, like you have for no real reason at all. You've got the Vulcans, you've got the Romulans, you've got everybody sitting there in what is clearly the ready room with a well, not really a paint job. There's no paint on the ship. But then you've got tiki torches. It's it's cool. It's Star Trek. I'm on board. And it kind of looks like a wedding, doesn't it? Where are the Gorn? It's a good scene where you have Burnham. Michael Burnham has to argue her case because she is a rep of Starfleet, but she's also a member of Spock's family. She has the Vulcan connection. Great. Cool. Stunning. Dr. Burnham is able to help her in a way sort through the bull and just be honest. And being honest does help Michael's character here. Of course, it helps overall the, the, the plot of the episode. She, she manages to, after twists and turns, and, and you do see that there is still tension between the Romulans and the Vulcans. Um, you know, does it feel like they've spent half a millennium together? No nitpicking uh, that's not getting it down um i did like that there was because uh, you all expected i think the romulans to be the ones with the problem the vulcans were always going to be the vulcans and you do get that you get a romulan who's about to kick off and you also get a romulan who says hey chill out having her get michael to express how she's feeling in a situation where she can't hide anything it helps michael's character it gives dr burnham something to do because there is, of course, the risk that she could just be there. But it's 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 good. It's good. The fact that Dr. Burnham stayed behind on Nivat, I'm I'm fine with that. It's it was a quick resolution to her story. But I think that's okay. I think the way they handled it was actually solid. The entire interplay between them, and especially Michael's line of you could have picked a more appropriate moment to do some parenting. Really, really enjoyed it. It was, it was it was good. It was solid. It was a mystery wrapped up, which we like because there is quite a few of them. But yeah, for me, up. Not to end 
on a down. But this is a down. So Michael's going to stay in Starfleet. Now, that's not my problem. My problem is not Michael staying in Starfleet. I'm fine with that. But is anybody else feeling whiplash over what's going on with her character this season? So you have Michael in the first episode. It's very much Michael of, you know, season two. We've seen her grow. She's somewhere between an action hero and a scientist. That's cool. You know, that's fine. That's the Michael we were used to. And then you get the much calmer, more measured Michael in the third episode. Beautiful. And and as I said at the time, really, really like that direction they took Michael in to to basically give her a breather. Because she was always going, I mean, she was completely at risk of a heart attack. Like, she was just going, 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 going. And they calm her down. She shows who she's been, what she's been, and that's fine. Then last week, I feel, and I said this obviously in last week's episode, that they ran into a war. It just felt like it was undoing character development. And, you know, she, oh, look, another mutiny. Great. Who had mutiny for November? Grand. Cool. You know, it was just, it was very forced. It was very annoying. Not, not on board with it. So I should be delighted, right, that she chooses to stay in Starfleet this week. And, and I am. But what was the point of last week other than a convoluted way of getting Book back on Discovery? You know, and hey, look, delighted to have Rin. You know, some last week's episode is not terrible by any accounts, but it just, I won't go any more into it. The arc has been annoying me and it's getting, it's getting it down, but more Burnham's arc has got it down for me for this episode. And I very much hope that next week we can, we can go great, Starfleet Officer Burnham and, and that's fine, but just stop with the, with the yo-yoing of what she's gonna be. That's it, that's my most negative thing. She does get one of the nicest lines of the entire episode, which is they're all congratulating Tilly. Stamets gets a little bit of resolution there and Burnham walks in and goes, oh, did I miss the say yes bit? Great, great, really enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. So that's where we leave this episode. So I'm gonna just very quickly discuss the trailer for next week. So if anyone wants to switch off now, thanks very much for coming. Please like, share, and subscribe. You can find everyone on Twitter at Trek Culture. You can find me at at Sean Ferrick on Twitter. I should have known that faster. But for anyone who's sticking around, so the trailer and there's a scene has come out for next week, okay? Now, anyone who's watching the the pictures, the preview images for this week showed Giorgio and Culber together in his office, which in the release episode, didn't happen. It's obviously been pushed into next week because that is the scene that's been released. Now, I won't discuss anything because some people like to go spoiler-free, absolutely fine, but Giorgio's story does seem to be moving along at a pace, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on there. Now, the rest of the trailer for next week, we seem to be having a little bit of action, or as I like to call it, bang, bang, boom, boom. We have a little bit more of a story with Book, who was just sort of there this week. Now, what we seem to be having as well is the introduction of the character who I can only assume is Osira. She seems to be an Orion. She seems to be firing stuff at Discovery, which is quite rude, really. Don't do that. Now, of course, we've no context to any of this. Uh, does Burnham fire some sort of holographic arrow? Don't know. Don't know. Looking forward to next week. I, I hope now that the rest of the season just keeps going and that the stinker that was last week, yes, I'm sorry, is that's it that's that's the low point for me so please come back and join us next week for that planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.